0: time you read about it in the wall street journal it's already too late nobody knows if the stock is gonna go up down sideways the only problem you're gonna have is that you didn't buy more let me lock in that trade right now and get back to you with my secretary with an exact confirmation
1: buy or sell time here three topics we go into and i'm asking myself the question but i'm asking you the hooligans, the question are you buying are you selling Joe Parker's out as the Colorado State Athletic Director. Buy or sell that move on February 19th when Colorado State, their basketball team, just got right back in the top 25. They continue to be a resilient, special basketball team. Timing of the firing. I'm not asking whether or not you agree with firing. I think most are going to go with yes. Timing of the firing you buying that. you selling it, Angel.
0: Uh, I think it's a little early. Like probably, early, like
1: early in the year or early in the year to do this or early you should have given him more time to see year. what happens. OK,
0: I would have probably waited until basketball was done.
1: So wait another month. Yeah. I guess you want another you want a month head start. Does that make you think that something else was happening? No. And I'm not talking like nasty, you know, where minds go to the gutter, but a big falling out, big time argument. I, I mean, timing's interesting here.
0: Yeah, I mean, until we get the further updates on the story, I don't think anything negative about it, but it's maybe a little early, just in my opinion. Uh,
1: I think you want you want an extra month. You want as much time as possible. To gear up for football season? yeah, I'm shocked by the timing. I'm not out on it, though. I'll, I'll buy it. You know what? Amy Parsons, I see her all over the place now. She's an actor. She's doing skit comedy for CSU. I'm, I'm in. All right. I'm buying it. All cash. None of it's on the books. Are the Rockies going to lose 100 games for the second season? In a row. That's our poll question, Angel, that we weren't able to get to today because we've had four million things happening. But um, I know you're. You try to be more positive. You were the guy last year that's like, Brady, for every bad thing you say, just try to say one good thing about them. Are uh, w- they going to lose 100 again?
0: No. No. They may lose 90. They won't lose 100.
1: And that will that will help me sleep at night. Sure. Patrick Saunders said the baseball gurus at ESPN project the Rockies to finish 57-105. and 105. I could feel Tanner Schwint reading that tweet and crying over his freshly squeezed milk in his cereal that morning. Yeah, well, he milks cows all the time. You got to squeeze Are you to. Supposed mil-
0: to like pasteurize it? I don't or?
1: think so. I think he just goes. I think he just brings the bowl in with the cereal, and away he goes. I, think that's healthy. I might not be. I
0: get some cheese curds or
1: something. That's but they're, they're farm guys, man. Different way of life out there. I guess. <laughs> CSU's back in the top twenty-five. Are you buying? Wait, I didn't answer the question. Am I buying or selling Rockies? One losing a hundred plus. No, I'm I'm selling it. I'm selling it, Angel. I'm not buying it. I'm getting on this Rockies bus. Not really. I'm in a trailer behind it, but I'm 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 not. Buying I it. want you to get it's out selling.
0: there and sell, sell,
1: sell. CSU's back in the top 25. Are you buying or selling that Colorado State is one of the best top, uh, 25 basketball teams in the country?
0: Yes. Sure. I mean, yeah, the AP poll says it, so go with what they're saying. Well, here's what I like. You lose you, you, you lose
1: by you're up 11, you give that up to Wyoming in a minute, they score, they beat or they scored 12 or whatever it was. They beat you, they go to overtime, they beat you. Um you follow that up with four straight wins, including San Diego State and Boise State in that mix. Then you lose to San Diego State, you score 11 in the second half. You follow that up by absolutely throttling the best team in the conference, record-wise, Utah State. So, I always say this, and I stand by it. Great teams are going to lose. Great teams are going to put some stinkers out there. How do you follow it up? So, yeah, I'm buying that they are one of the best, one of the top 25 teams in all of basketball. All cash. None of it's on the books. Ah, there we go. Buy or sell. Interesting day. Interesting Monday. Do you think it's ironic? Is ironic the right word that Amy Parsons, the president, fired Joe Parker on President's Day? Angel, is that is that weird? I mean, nothing says presidential like making a big move. So happy President's Has Day, she Amy been Parsons. There long
0: enough to really feel like the president?
1: I'm sure there's been enough background information that she's got on him. To, I mean, and it wasn't like she alone just went and said and made this, made this decision. But I'm sure she's got all the scoop, all the information on everything, and she's been analyzing the the history of Colorado State backwards and front for the longest time. So, I mean, it, yeah, I think that you don't take that role if you're not willing to familiarize yourself with every single thing that's happened. In the past eight years, nine years. Yeah, nine years. Wow. So it's a good move. It, it was a good move. And as much as I'm appreciative of Joe Parker, this was the feeling, I think, amongst Rams fans. was It was time to move on from him. And he was there for a while, man. Just the, too many things went against him. Let me read some text. I'm not, I'm not done with the Parker stuff today. We'll get into that more in a moment before we wrap up. Even uh, texter here from the 970. Uh, I heard Parker was fired, and I just shrugged. Maybe that's pretty telling. I, I think somebody had just tweeted me and said, "My, if I could give you one word for how I, f- you know, to describe Joe Parker, apathetic." I think that's kind of what the feeling is. I don't think people thought he was awful. Yes, there are some Rams fans that thought he was awful. But I think that the majority kind of felt like, you know, he's just Joe. He hired Nico Medved, which... Nico wanted to come back. It was from Drake. Like they said that was and I don't go with the whole that's a no-brainer thing because you got to have the interviews with him. You got to get him interested in coming back. He had a history, of course, under Tim Miles at CSU. So everybody thought it was a no-brainer. It's just like when people say, "Well, John Elway drafted Von Miller." Duh. That that was not great. Anybody could have done that. I've seen plenty of guys draft plenty of players early that don't work out. Von Miller worked out, so that's a credit to John Elway, I think that's a credit to Joe Parker. Uh, I didn't disagree with the extension or of of Mike Bobo at the time when it happened. I did, I just didn't. So I don't, ha- I didn't have an issue with that. I, I, it's hard for me to put that one in there. It's going to be, it's going to count against him, but he was good at the at the moment, and the fear was, hey, if we don't show this guy the love right now, he's going to leave as soon as he is good. And so I, I, got that. You gambled. That was a to me. That was a, that was a gamble that I thought was worth was worth taking, and it and it lost. It didn't hit. And then that spiraled. Um, he was part of the football stadium opening up, and then negotiating a deal with uh, uh, Public Service Credit Union, which became Canvas Stadium. Canvas signed a thirty-seven point seven million dollar naming rights deal. For the new stadium, now we can sit here until we're blue in the face and say, "Well, that wasn't all, Joe. That was this. That was well. He was the AD. You know, it's just like we're talking about the bad things. A guy like Patino gets fired when really bad things happen at Louisville. Well, when really good things happen under your tutelage, under your leadership, then it's fair to say, yeah, he's responsible for that. So that was obviously a big deal. Um, Let's see, the Larry Eustacey thing was weird. You know, yeah, that wasn't his hire. But when they moved on from him and he into the advisory role, it was just botched. And I want to brush I want to get into that on Thursday with Kevin as we highlight some of the details of Joe Parker's tenure with CSU. But that was a weird deal, the way it was handled. because you say, she turned out to not be such a good guy. There were a lot of reports coming out about him and his style and all that, and it just you know, you wondered if 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 Joe ignored it tried to kick the can down the road it will just go away i felt like that's how it was handled but that's also what you get when apathy settles in so the the tweet the twitter guy that tweeted me and said apathy's the word that comes to mind that makes sense even with a move like that well larry oh yeah bad things i get it larry's not a good dude but you know kick the can it'll work itself out so i mean that was rough he was twice investigated by the school for his treatment of players and that did happen under his watch, and they called that a resignation. It wasn't even a fire; it was a resignation. Hired Medved, and obviously we saw what Medved did. He got David Roddy, first round NBA pick. March Madness team. They were a March Madness team. Probably going to be a March Madness team this year too. Great. But then you had all the bad things. You know, again, I'm not. It's hard for me to count against him, but the, the Mike Bobo extension, the Steve Adazio hire. It was, that was bad. That was a bad deal. He hired Jay Norvell. Still have yet to see that work out. And then, of course, you look at the bigger picture stuff. Whether anybody could have done it or not, he didn't. They did not get into a Power Five conference. It was hot and heavy in 2017. I was, I was a couple of years in. To my coverage of CSU, really diving in more and more, getting to know the programs more and more, and I because I, I started in McElwain's final year, I think we started the show about the same time, and so I was really diving into a lot of that stuff, and you know that was the discussion was like, hey, the CSU is going to be a Power Five school. They're 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 in all these discussions. They got the new stadium now. It's Fort Collins. It's beautiful. Mike Bobo's rolling. And then that all just went away, and it's hard. You know, you, you didn't capitalize on it. You didn't extend the right guy to capitalize on it. And he had some health issues, Mike Bobo did. That That part's tough. Then you go and hire Steve Adazio, and that's what set you back. That set you way, way back. First advantage text line, 888-530-0043. Uh let's see, a couple of texts coming in. I think Joe is too nice a guy for the cutthroat college environment of today. Yeah. That that could be a, a very generalist assessment of him. He is a nice guy. Do I, I don't I don't know if Joe can get cutthroaty in those deep conversations. Texter says, I'm friends with a guy that was the CSU AD twenty years ago. Would that be Graham? And he said it was the most stressful political job he'd ever had. With all the changes in college athletics, NIL, et cetera, and the buyout, Joe may be breathing a sigh of relief today. Maybe. Maybe so. And we're going to figure out, like, I think he's owed a million dollars if they fire him without cause. Is that what I said to start the show? million? Um, and we're going to find out. We're going to get more details on that. Texter here from the 970. CSU top 25? No. He's selling it. Rockies don't lose 100 unless they lose all their pitchers again. So he's not buying that they're going to lose 100 games. Flying Dutchman, the Rockies will lose 100 if they bring back those god-awful pine green uniform pants. Are they bringing those back? I I do not like those. I'm not a big uniform guy. I don't don't get up in arms about uniforms, but I just don't like it. I don't like them. Big hub. He's too nice over the years all the problems that happened at CSU that were all over Twitter it was bad. He's too nice. Hey, there are worse things people could say about you, Angel. He's too nice. You know? Texter, third best tailgater here. All right, what's your uh give us your stamp. What's your what's your what's your hooligan name there? Joe did some incredible things in scheduling football games. CSU has never seen schedules like the ones he put together. His downfall was being able to excite the fans and donors. Well, it's probably going on and, you know, our Ram Nation guys, I love them. They got a monthly chat with Joe Parker and what was it, last year when he basically said, hey, fans, come to games first, it starts with you. And fans are kind of like, no, it starts with you. And that's not the direct quote, but that's what he meant was, got to have the fans here. You know, I mean I want to win too, but we gotta have the fans here first. And uh, that's a lengthy discussion. And obviously I think we all agree it does take it does take wins going forward. A lot of text on this one. Who should be a good fit, someone hardcore or someone that just has a record of winning? And our coaches are our coaches' jobs in jeopardy. I'm not saying what I know right now because it's not confirmed and I'm not gonna do that. But I don't know that this person has—they're going to get an interim in there. They're going to get an interim coach, or AD. Sorry. I used to coach getting fired all the time. Interim AD. That person might not be the long-term plan, but they might be given an opportunity to earn that. And so from what I'm hearing, is it someone that maybe doesn't have a history of being an athletic director? That's what I'm hearing, for interim. And that doesn't mean anything. Again, don't be upset when you see the name and go, well, what's this guy's experience or girl's experience? Oh, we did. Angel, can you confirm this? Go to Kevin Lytle's Twitter for me if you would. And I'm really happy about this. I'm very happy about this. Is it confirmed? I don't want to, I can't read it off of a text that the new interim, is it J-dub? John Weber announced as the interim athletic director. John Weber, I've had him on the show. I have a great relationship with him. Um, who else we got? John Weber was announced as the interim AD, and that, oh, and this is who you're saying should be. How do you say that? Oh, Lisa, Lisa Campus should be the new permanent AD. Okay, so here's Weber's background from what I know fundraising. Green and gold guard. Obviously, that's going to go away. He won't be doing that anymore. The green and gold guard won't go away, but he can't be messing with that anymore. So he will have to separate himself from that. So that is the news. That was what I. So I knew the answer to this, but we were waiting on the full report. So here's what CSU says CSU officially announces the change at athletic director. John Weber, previously of Green and Gold Guard, steps in as interim AD. Kevin Lytle on this tweeted this out, and here is here is their statement. Dear CSU community, I want to share with you that Joe Parker will step back from his role as Colorado State University of Athletics after nearly a decade of service, and will become a special advisor to the president's office. What does that mean to you, Angel? We're not. We're not firing you because we won't don't pay a million dollars.
0: Around to assist me with the transition process.
1: Yep, and it won't be a long term deal. Probably, that's my assumption. Um, Joe has been instrumental to all our athletics program success during the tenure. You're going to have a lot of that stuff, and he was really good and things like that. Uh, I have asked CSU alum. John Weber, I'm trying to see who wrote it. says, sincerely, who, who wrote it? Who wrote it? It's just CSU? Um, I have asked CSU alum John Weber to serve as interim director of athletics effective immediately. Joe has graciously offered to work closely with John to ensure a smooth transition. John most recently served as the executive director of the Green and Gold Guard, and NIL Collective after years as an executive and manager in the, corporate, in the corporate world. John is passionate about our university, our state, and most importantly, our people. He will do an outstanding job leading our department and providing continuity as we look to next steps for the department leadership. It's an exciting time to be a Ram. We will continue to build on our growing momentum and are ready to embrace this new era. Please join me in thanking Joe Parker and welcoming John Weber. So John is an excellent guy. I don't know what his athletic director background is. He was in the corporate world before. He he, he created the green and gold out of thin air. He made it something. Coaches love him. I, th- I know most a lot of the coaches I've talked to love him. A lot of people love this guy. He's a go-getter. He busts his tail. He's, I mean, I, I saw this guy at the golf tournament we we did, we hosted at Harmony Club. It was a green and gold guard thing. I saw this guy by himself. Like, he's putting all this on. He's unloading box after, box after box after box after box after box after box from his pickup. Nobody's helping him. He's just busting his tail to get it out there, raising money, uh, help raising, helping to raise money for CSU. Great ideas. Very innovative. Obviously, the flaw there will be, all right, is he going to be good at communicating with presidents and athletic directors and working on conferences, schedules, and realignment, all that stuff? And maybe he doesn't have to be because he's just the interim. Maybe he's just the interim, but maybe he can earn that spot 26 minutes after the hour. It's the whole show powered by Chevron. Let's take a quick break here. Um, Boy, it's a lot to unpack today. Joe Parker out, but in. As an advisor, John Weber, my friend at the Green and Gold Guard Collective, is the interim AD. So, wow. Busy Monday. We're just getting started. We'll be right back.
0: Get your game day forecast with meteorologist Cody Wilson. Fridays and Good Morning No-Co, only in Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. This is Jenny Kavnar from AT&T Sportsnet, your host for the Colorado
1: Rockies. You're listening to the whole show on KFKA, Fire Up the Fountain. Monday at Cables Pub and Grill all you can eat spaghetti for just 6.99. I dare you to go over there and try that spaghetti and tell me it's not ridiculous. And for the price, my goodness. Love Cables Pub and Grill. Check out their website cablespubandgrill.com for a full menu and their deals and discounts and all of that. Cables Pub and Grill that is in fact where my friends meet. Uh, I didn't get to this then. Uh, Big Hub says, somebody should they go after somebody hardcore or someone that just has a record of winning? And our, are our coaches' jobs in jeopardy? Just wanted your opinion. Okay, well, again, it sounds like John Weber's going to be the interim athletic director. I don't know if that's long-term. I don't know if it's up in the air, and let's see how you do. the uh, the, the obvious concern with John, and full disclosure, is he doesn't—does he have experience— in directing athletically. Fundraising? Yeah. Already proved that. He's in the corporate world, so... Dude, I met John. He's, uh... Yes, thank you, 970. Angel's on it. It's not official yet. It's official, but she's still... Season hasn't started yet. So, Jenny Kavanaugh thing. Season hasn't started yet. It's not official until season starts, Angel. You're okay. I'm letting you off the hook. Got a toothache, too, so... I, you know, can he, you know, I've sat down with him, John Weber, he's, he, he has that corporate feel. He's a good guy, you know, he's a good dude, but yeah, you definitely know, hey, that guy in negotiation rooms, probably, uh, he's probably scary. He can probably get after it. So he's got that side of it, the business side of it, which, I don't know, last I checked, college athletics is kind of a business angel, even more so than it was five years ago. So that makes sense. But what about like dealing with schedules, other athletic directors, conference realignment, big picture stuff? How do you navigate through NIL? Well, he's in a, he he knows NIL. That guy has read it, read up on it more than anybody that I certainly know. So there's going to be good and bad there. If he's just the interim, who do you go after? Somebody who's who has a winning record as an AD who could bring, not necessarily, because that doesn't always mean everything. Because where were you winning? Were you were you winning at a big school and then you got relieved of your duties and maybe you're taking a year off or whatever, and then you come here? Well, there's different challenges here. It's like, Angel, you could bring the best coach. You could bring a great football coach and plop them down at UNC, and that doesn't always mean they're going to be now winning titles every single year because you still have to have the facilities. You still have to have... All that stuff. So with you know, you could bring a guy that has a great history, pedigree, resume, guy or girl, to come over here, but they did it somewhere else where the resources were bigger there. So you got to be careful of that too. You got to be careful with young and up and comers. But then again, young and up and comers, they might n- know the NIL world a little bit better. You're going to be looking for somebody that is. I would imagine, is out in the public. It has no issue doing that. Looks extremely comfortable when they're doing that. Now, I don't know if Parker seemed extremely comfortable out and about. You know? I You don't have to be that way to be a successful AD, but it helps. For CSU, it really helps. But you also have to have that blend of, you're aggressive. You're not too nice. Nobody pushes bulldozes you. Nobody puts CSU in a corner. That's that's the attitude you and the mindset that you have to have if you're going to be an a, athletic director at any school, anywhere. So there's going to have to be that blend. But you don't want to be over aggressive and and be the the dimwit at uh, one of the Pac-12 schools that took the advice of a professor that said no, no, no. ESPN's offering you how much. Per team, how many? What was it? Per A million per whatever per team per year? 60 60? Yeah. We want, what was it? 80 or something like that? 90? I don't remember exactly. But you don't want to be so aggressive that you think your crap doesn't stink. And then you come out and instead of negotiating, you just blow the other side out of the water. And they're like, yeah, no, you're not aggressive. You're senile. You don't understand what your worth is. So you don't want that guy. And you don't want that guy taking the wrong advice, because clearly a Pac-12 school took the wrong advice from a professor, we don't know where it is, that said, no, 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 no." I'm guessing Oregon, but we're worth way more than whatever they're offering per, per school per year. Go at them hard. Go at them high. And so they did, and they priced them out, and ESPN's like, we, we didn't even meet in the middle, man. We're not even close. So you don't want that person either. Are you good at raising money within the community? Can you do that? Can you work well with the NIL situation? Because, again, I'm not so sure how that was working. Because the NIL, Angel, is a competitor. Whether you want to admit it or not, the NIL is a competitor to the school. They're trying to raise money that goes into a pot that goes to the players. The school, the program the Learfields of the world, they're trying to raise money for athletics. We're selling advertising inside the stadium. That's going back into athletics. You have a tractor company. I don't know why I went there. John Deere. And and John Deere has a million dollars a year that I'm spending on CSU. Do I want to spend a million dollars with CSU Athletics or do I want to spend a million dollars with the Green and Gold Guard? Do I want to split it? Either way, if you split it, that's $500,000 that CSU Athletics doesn't get now. So it is a competition. So you have to walk this delicate line between we want to work with them, we want our student-athletes to be happy, but we also got to raise money like never before with them competing. Is there enough? This is that discussion we had about the other, other, other cities and other places that love their, their team so much that there is enough. In the state of Colorado— in the northern, era, uh, northern Colorado area alone, probably mixed in with Denver, there absolutely is enough money for NIL and, and the athletic department to thrive. The problem is not all those owners and funders and donors are, are interested in CSU. CSU's not Alabama. It's not Ohio State. So getting creative, finding ways to get that money is going to be essential for Colorado State. But also respecting your NIL partner because they're keeping players happy. And when your players are happy, they stick around. So it is a very fine line to walk. John could walk that line. He could walk that line. Can he walk the There's two worlds to it. There's the business side and there's the athletic side. You got to be both good at both. 38 minutes after the hour. Let's jump out real quick, Angel, and get the latest on the local sports flash. Hi, I'm Kevin Lytle of the Fort Collins, Colorado, and you're listening to The whole Show on 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Roads in Weld County, and let's face it, all of northern Colorado, can be sketchy, can be dangerous at times. If you or a loved one have been injured in a car accident, from a negligent driver, there's only one law firm to contact, and that is Kane Doolin-McQuinn and Young Law Firm. Check them out at trialproven.com. First advantage, text line 888-530-0043. Uh, I had a question from a texter. Any chance Jack Graham comes back? Uh, I doubtful. I know... I know a lot of people would like to see that. I think a lot of people would like to see that, but that's hard to go back to that. That's hard. It's difficult. I would say no. But I I have heard that maybe, you know, I don't know if I can give all this information out, but maybe he's going to help out with the search committee situation. So, I don't know. Don't know the answer to that one. Angel, you keeping up with the latest George Carl stuff? Friday you were out. I went really deep into it. Um... George just going at Carmelo on Twitter. Mello's doing the podcast rounds and saying things about George that, hey, when George first met me, he said I was overrated and da 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 And Carl's like tweeting out on Friday, hey man, that was 20 years ago. We don't have to do this. Stop doing this. And I got really upset because I love and respect George Carl, but I also own the man's book <laughs> that writes about things that happened 20 years ago. And the light he paints. Kenyon Martin and Carmelo Anthony in is a very negative light, very negative light. So I just think it's very hypocritical for Carl to be mad at Mello because he's going on podcasts, airing out dirty laundry, when that is what Carl did with this book that he wrote like five years ago. So I think Mello wrote a laughing emoji on one of his tweets or something like that, but he didn't. Carl responded, Mello's not saying anything. Mello just sent laughing emojis, and that's it. Mello, uh, Carl did a poll question. I've I've wanted to turn a corner with Melo and see him celebrated in Denver and in general. After his BS this week, I'm unsure again. What do you think? Should Carmelo Anthony be honored for his best years, which were in Denver with me, or not? Which, again, he's got to throw in, which were in Denver with me, or not? Man, it's just... George, you're hurting yourself. I've met you. I've got so much respect for you. I love George Carl. Stop it. Stop tweeting at Carmelo Anthony. You are making it worse. It's a bad look. And you're coming out sounding like the narcissistic one. Here. You gotta give it up. Stop it. He tweeted out today. Did he delete it? Maybe he deleted it, Angel. Uh he deleted it. Nope, he did not. Happy birthday to the champ, the ultimate team guy and the greatest player to wear number 15 in Denver Hoops history. That's fine. He tagged Carmelo Anthony at the bottom of the tweet. It's bad luck, dude. It's like again, I have the book in my office. I got there's an entire chapter carved out about how difficult Carmelo Anthony was, about how he was a user of people, about how he wanted the spotlight, and if he didn't get it, he was mad. Kenyon Martin was a jerk. Kenyon Martin was this. I mean, he goes on and on. Allen Iverson showed up with alcohol in his breath. He's airing it all out, so now you're going to be mad if a player airs out what you said to them? I, I, I'm defending Mello on this. Yes, what he's doing is making his is, is hurting his legacy, but he's not going at George Carl as hard as George Carl went at him in his book. And, you're, and Carl's treating like... Treating him like, hey, this is these are terrible things you're saying. And I just don't get it. And, and Carl's getting defensive. Somebody wrote, this is why your ex-players have a problem with you, because you're so petty. Be the adult in the room and take the higher road. And George Carl writes, who are you? I can't defend this guy right now. You think your crap doesn't stink, so, I mean, you, you're that high up in your tower now? Dude, you, this is a bad look. You're letting Carmelo Anthony's podcast, which, for the most part, weren't, like, that bad. The things he said. I didn't actually want to get traded to New York. How am I to know that? How am I to say that? We had Dempsey on last week who kind of said, you know, that's not really true, but kind of, I mean, yeah, there was other options, He goes on and says, the Nuggets gave number 15 to Joker because they wanted to get back at me. Well, they didn't retire it, so there is some truth there. They're going to keep cycling number 15 through, and hopefully it works out and somebody's good, but it wasn't a direct thing, whatever. Well, then recently he said, when George Carl first met me, he brought me into his office and told me I was overrated and that I was no Debtless Shrimp and all this stuff. Okay, that's still not that bad. Is that make you think George Carl was this monster of a human? No. But George is now going to this tyrant. Stop doing this, Carmelo. Stop going back 20 years ago. Stop rehashing this. I want number 15 retired from you. I want you to be honored in all of that. Well, that's because you want to be honored, George. You want to be a part of this. And you, you you, certainly are and certainly were, but the more you continue to tweet, and then when someone responds to you, you go, who are you? As if you're just so damn high and mighty. You're going to tweet it out, yet you can't take any of it. You're going to write a book that talks about Kenyon Martin's upbringing and the fact that he didn't have a strong father figure in his life. Those are personal things you don't know anything about. They might have told you, I guess, but... That's not for you to go on and air that dirty laundry. And then to be pissed when one guy goes out and basically tells a few interesting stories that may or may not be hurting him. I don't know if Melo's tarnishing his legacy, but George Carl's on his way. Starting to to really annoy me. Might be worth an unfollow, and that's, that's my favorite coach of all time. Although Malone's on his way. Uh, maybe George Carl and Carmelo are splitting proceeds from the book. Maybe they need to write another book and then, yeah, maybe, maybe they've just got a big game going here because I guarantee you a lot of people went back and read that book after this whole crap has gone down. It's very interesting. It is interesting. I mean, I'm a sucker for 2003 through 2011 Nuggets. I'm a sucker for all things Denver Nuggets, but that was a really unique time. 48 minutes after the hour. It's the whole show powered by Chevron. What did we learn? That's coming up next.
0: Start your day with Good Morning NoCo with Brian Gary and Tanner Schwint a Northern Colorado's Voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Hi, this is Earl Boykins, former Denver Nugget, and you're listening to the whole show on 1310 KFKA. The next time you get angry over a bad play, remember you need teamwork to win, not arguments. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle.
1: February well I learned that Joe Parker we thought was fired now he's going to stay on as an advice and in some sort of an advi- advisory role to Amy Parsons seems like maybe just a means means to an end I, I don't know well I guess we'll see how long that lasts um, and we learned that John Weber who is the head of the Golden Green Gar green and gold guard, Is now going to take over as the interim athletic director for the time being. We'll see what that looks like. Is he going to earn? Is he? Is it realistically going to be something laid out in front of him, where if he wants it, he could earn his spot and keep that job, or is that just another one of those? You're a placeholder. We'll figure something out. Angel, what'd you learn today?
0: Uh, That the NBA All Star Weekend is more pointless than I thought it was. It's not entertaining anymore. Um, and that I really want Luca on the Nuggets. I want him bad. Jamal and MPJ, straight up. I'm I'm willing to do that. Ooh,
1: you know Jamal like had to be seeing some of this stuff.
0: Sure. Well, I mean he's probably sulking because uh, his UFC fighter best friend got beat on Saturday night. Um, Alexander Volkanovski. Yeah. Got slept in the second, third round. <sighs> Nasty. He yeah. did a whole feature on them too, and like. Jamal went to Australia to learn how to UFC fight, and he did it as a kid. and And his defending champ got slept out. So
1: wow, what Jamal we, may have had a tough weekend. Yeah, he might have had a rough rough go. Yeah, especially when you see Joker and Luca just frolicking about on the basketball court, just having they're the best playing time, playing
0: pranks on each other oh. throughout the weekend. They're hugging each other, just laughing and goofing off. Just imagine if we had that here. Oh,
1: they're like they're they're tight, man. And that's what
0: all the comments are. It's like, these two are going to team up at some point.
1: And I don't think Joker's leaving Denver anytime soon.
0: Well, the joke is that second three-peat's going to be special. (laughs) They're going to win three with their core, and then they're going to bring Luka in and shut it down. There's no—okay, Jamal and
1: PJ, what if they said throw in A.G.? No. No.
0: Absolutely not. I'll give you Strother. No.
1: I want those three to build it. I want. I basically want what you guys had. I know I can't get Joker, but I'm going to find that guy and I'm going to use those three to surround Joker.
0: Jamal eight, Jamal MPJ and two first,
1: two first. Yeah, yeah.
0: You got to get rid of those contracts. you're trying to, try to make get Luca keep
1: Gordon, keep K. To resign chief. KCP even though he's getting older.
0: You can find another guy. You got Peyton Watson. Yeah, That's you right got him. other guys.
1: The other guy's got to grow, but yeah, you got starters are going to score 87 points combined every night. So. Who needs all that other stuff? All right. What a show. Kevin Lytle, thank you for joining us today as uh, he broke the news this morning about Joe Parker. We learned a little bit more throughout the show today on the future, the immediate future about Colorado State. And I'm sure we'll get more throughout the week um, and just how deep they're willing to go as far as the the hiring process for their next athletic director. That's going to do it for us. Good night, Northern Colorado.